To avoid pain, they avoid pleasure. To avoid death, they avoid life. Osho. Welcome to Brain Fog Podcast. This is your host, Tia Wood. Today, we're going to talk about <laughs> dying. <laughs> it's Friday the 13th. That was not on purpose. I guess I'm just, I guess it's just in the air, this kind of like creepy existentialism. It's like foggy outside, like my room overlooks the river and the water is just blending seamlessly into the sky. Like, with the fog, like it's just erased the horizon. It just like morphed into one thing. So yes, I do pre-record these episodes usually one week in advance, but I think I'm going to save this one for two weeks from now, just so I don't have like three kind of morbid, really heavy topics all at once. <laughs> Lessons from the hardest year of my life, using fear to your advantage, and then we're all gonna die. That might be a bit much. I don't know if I necessarily want to paint that picture for this podcast. My intention for today's episode, honestly, <laughs> is just to get through it. Like I said, it's super like foggy outside, so it's foggy inside in my head. Nothing more fitting than for Brain Fog Podcast. But like the idea of talking for that long and making sense just doesn't seem <laughs> very doable. And you know, when someone's like deliriously tired and they're hilarious, maybe I'll get a comedy act out of this super <laughs> depressing <laughs> podcast episode. Just kidding. It's going to be really uplifting and empowering. <laughs> so you can adopt that intention. Like maybe this topic's a little uncomfortable for you and you want to just make it through the episode. Or maybe you just your intention is just to make it through the day. That is quite the accomplishment. I'm drinking coffee. It is seven o'clock in the morning. Let's just, let's just dive right into it. <laughs> My fucking God. So just a little like background on me and my experience with death because I think it might be a little unique. I come from a family with lots of health problems. I have been to I don't even know how many funerals. My first funeral I was probably like three or four years old. I've just been around a lot of death in my life which I feel like for other 23 year olds that may not be the case. You may have only been to a few funerals or maybe none no funerals at all. Maybe you've never lost a family member or a friend or anything like that. So I think that has really shaped my perception of death and how I view it, which I, I can be weirdly grateful for because I feel like had I not been exposed to that throughout my life, I would be way more scared of it. Not that I'm not scared of death. You know, we, we all need a degree of fear of death, right? Otherwise, we would just be a bunch of reckless sociopaths. We do need <laughs> some sort of survival instincts in order to help us navigate through life as long as we possibly can, right? <laughs> so with that being said, I think within our society, we've done a really good job at not having death be such a prevalent part of our lives. I mean, we think about back you know, a few hundred years ago when they didn't have the technology that we have, they didn't have the medical, you know, resources or way of life that was even close to how we live now. So death was something that was confronted every single day, multiple times a day. They never forgot, you know, that they were going to die. And I think we forget. <laughs> we're so far removed from death usually that we forget that we have a finite 
amount of time here. We act like we have all the time in the world, right? We're gonna talk about Seneca a few times throughout this episode. If you guys don't know, he's a Stoic philosopher. I am by no means a Stoic or subscribe to Stoicism. I think there's things you can take from it. Kind of like Nietzsche. He's a fucking psychopath, but he said some good things, I think. You live as if you were destined to live forever. No thought of your frailty ever enters your head of how much time has already gone by. You take no heed. You squander time as if you drew from a full and abundant supply, though all the while that day which you bestow on some person or thing is perhaps your last. Now, I'm not saying we need to be constantly thinking about death and our mortality. I just think that when we forget that we're going to die one day, we're more likely to take life and what we have now for granted. Everything is temporary, right? This is something that I talk about a lot because it's true. Everything is constantly changing and that is a guarantee in life that everything is temporary and everything that you have now, one day you won't have. And instead of, I'm gonna grip onto this thing for dear life so it never leaves because that's not gonna do you any good, you know? <laughs> Control is... Largely an illusion, but that's a whole other episode. <laughs> you can be as present as possible, be in this moment where everything currently exists. It's truly the only thing that exists is the present moment, right? And being grateful for everything that's here because you don't know what's going to happen. And I think treating everything like it's temporary instead of, oh, it's just going to be here forever. I have all the time in the world. No. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to write a book, but I'll, I'll do it some other time. I'll... I have all the time in the world to write a book. That was a direct at to myself. <laughs> do you see how that can be a kind of dangerous way to think? I think you can gain a much deeper appreciation for things when you see them as temporary. And just like you can look at that way with things, you can look at your life like that. Death, in a way, is what gives life meaning. You know, you can't have light without the dark. If you didn't have dark, then we wouldn't know what light was. If we were never sad, we wouldn't know what happiness was. You need that dichotomy. You need the balance between things. If life was forever, we probably wouldn't appreciate it as much. And I'm not saying death is, like, awesome. <laughs> I'm just... It adds such a, like, preciousness to life. I woke up this morning. Holy shit, you know? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That may not have happened. You know what I mean? But it did. That's fucking so cool. And now I'm gonna treat today as if there was a big chance that it could have not happened. Now, whether or not that's true, I don't know, but you can look at it as like another chance almost. Circling back to stoicism, I wanted to explore a concept called memento mori. I think the rough translation is remember death or remember that you're gonna die or something. Socrates once said, the one aim of those who practice philosophy in the proper manner is to practice for dying and death. It's basically the concept that death is happening simultaneously to life. Death is not a destination. It's happening right now. I have lived for 23 years, but you could also argue <laughs> that I have died for 23 years. You know, I was just talking about how when we avoid talking about death, we forget that it's gonna happen and then we end up taking life for granted. That's what this is all about. Just remembering that we are mortal and that death is inevitable and allowing that to inspire you to live life to the fullest. 
So there's an ancient Roman tradition that is believed to be the origination of Memento Mori, where basically after a military victory, the military generals would be celebrated by the masses and like parade through the streets and it was a huge honor, right? But while all of this celebration was going on, the general would always be accompanied by a slave and that slave's job was to continuously whisper in the ear of the general, remember that you're gonna die. Memento Mori. A quote from Marcus Aurelius, you could leave life right now. Let that determine what you do and say and think. I'm moving away from stoicism because I'm gonna explode. Treating each day as a gift. That's all I'm saying. Treating time like it's our most precious resource because it kind of is. Now on the flip side, I think our mortality can allow us to take things less seriously. All fears really come back to the fear of death when you think about it. We seek security in the physical world, ultimately because we fear the finiteness of things. Found this in a blog post. We like to say, this is me. We attach ourselves to identities, and when these identities slip away, we are confronted directly with the fear of death. This is why all fear can be linked to a fear of death, because all fear is, is a reaction to the challenge of this web of identity that we see that we may lose some part of ourselves. Fear of pain because we identify with the body. Fear of failure because it challenges our self-esteem, the desire to be good at something. Fear of losing status, a job, a partner, or a treasured possession, all because of an underlying fear of death. It is a fear of the unknown. It is a fear that we are not permanent. It is a fear of obliteration. So if we take that idea that all fear comes down to the fear of death, and we remember that death is, you know, non-negotiable. It's just a reality of life. What is there to be scared of? I mean, really. And like I said at the very beginning, it, it, there's nothing wrong with being scared of death. And I definitely think there needs to be that balance. We've all heard recently, you know, nothing is real. We're on a spinning rock in space. We're all just tiny little grains of sand on the a big beach of the galaxy or whatever the fuck. And don't take that by me saying things are not important or lives are not important. First of all, there's like a one in 400 trillion chance of you being born, which is fucking awesome. But the fact that you were born changed the course of the rest of eternity. But when we think of our like human problems, sometimes, <laughs> okay, sometimes when I'm really freaking out about something, like really panicking, I will think to myself, what if this is my last breath? What if this was my last breath? suddenly whatever I'm freaking out about doesn't seem so bad. This episode is definitely going to be shorter than my other ones just because it's really heavy and I don't want to like overload you. But what I will leave you with is today was not promised, but you're here. Your life is a gift, so treat it as one. That's all I'm saying. If you would... <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, give it five stars on whatever listening platform you're on. Give it a review. That would help me out a lot. Follow me on Instagram at Tia Wood, T-I-A-W-O-U-L-D for updates on the podcast. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so for $1 a month at patreon.com slash Tia Wood. If there's something that you would like me to talk about or discuss in a podcast episode, feel free to reach out to me. I love you. Don't waste this precious existence that you have. Live fully, love everyone, eat chocolate cake. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Bye.